You can't shade our mascot, Coco. I can shade her because she's just breathing so heavily. It's like, you know, that character in Hey Arnold, like... Yeah, that's, that's always Coco. behind Coco. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Are we doing this thing? Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. I'm Melanie. And I'm Diana. And we're two queens in a pod. Cast. And on our podcast, we go to select Queens locations. We do research on it. And we tell all of y'all queen, Queens interested people. Queens interested yeah, people. The, the interested Queens people. Or your interest in Queens? Yeah, people who have interest in Queens. Okay. okay. And we tell you about it. And not Queens royalty. Queens, the location of the neighborhood that's located in New York. I'm glad you clarify because i think everyone would have been really confused yeah they would have like uh a queen elizabeth where is she at <laughs> so what are we doing where are we going so we are going to single cut uh beer smiths today yeah we are and it was the first brewery in Queens since the prohibition era yeah and we did mention in the college point episode that college point was known in queens as being um a big place to have breweries mm. and that's according to the queen's historical society so this is like the pre-prohibition era so like oh you're trying to get on the good side of the queen's historical you know, society I'm trying, <laughs> i know last week we said we would never get invited but you know what i feel like if i keep bringing them up they might you know soften to me i keep referencing them yeah <laughs> that would maybe every, be accurate finally. every episode i'm gonna like get a fact from them <laughs> But I wanted to kind of start off with, do you remember your first time having beer? Yeah. All right, tell me about it. Mm, I don't, okay. I don't Were know you I, a beer drinker in college? Because you know I didn't drink beer until I was 21. Yeah, you didn't drink beer. Not alcoholic beverage, people. Like, like calm down. Like, beer in general, <laughs> I didn't have until I was 21. And I have uh, a funny beer story, so I want to hear yours. Apparently, when I was really, really young... You were like, give me the beer. I was young and my grandpa let me have like a sip of it. And my mom like went cray cray banana and got like really upset. Really? I don't remember. It was more of a story I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the first. How young are we talking that your mom got mad? No, I was like a little too young. you're like a little infant. No, no. Like I was like a little too young. <laughs> like it was it was it was questionable like your body would have not broken it down correctly <laughs> it was a questionable choice on my grandpa's side <laughs> but i feel like that's the generation that like gave like their babies like a little bit of whiskey on their teeth yeah, to like right. calm them down it's just like a different generation mm-hmm. And there was just a generational difference with, with what my mom <laughs> wanted for me. <laughs> so that's my first story. I don't actually remember. The first time I actually remember drinking it, I don't know. That's my first core memory that's related to beer, whether okay. I remember or not. How about yours? What's yours? So I was right out of college, and I went to Boardy Barn for the first time. Did you ever go to Boardy Barn? No, what is that? Is that like a sing, uh, uh, music festival? No, no. It's not there anymore, but it was in the Hamptons, oh. and it was only on Sundays from like 12 to like 4 o'clock. Fancy. And everyone... No, it wasn't fancy <laughs> at all. Okay, it was like trash. It was Hamptons. trashy, yeah. Got it. <laughs> so like the floors were like soaked with beer. Like they, like, they would give like penny beers you would wait like three hours just to get in like yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. whole day of fair thing beers, wow. um so it was like a staple but i remember i went on like memorial day with my friends and we waited on like a three-hour line it was like a hundred degrees out and yeah. when we got in i was just so dehydrated that i just started chugging beer i don't care like, what you is. know what i guess i like it now it's fine <laughs> and that was my first time that i ever had beer nice nice yeah do you remember what it was 
I think it was Bud Light. I think they only have Bud yeah. Light there. Yeah. I don't think basically, they give you big choices. At basically water. <laughs> yeah, basically water. It tasted like water to me. Yeah, I think that's a good beer to start with. If you're just trying to like wean yourself on. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you wanted to get more into just like breweries in general before we got into the details of single cuts. Right. So, so what'd bre- you find? So brewery is, um, it's actually kind of funny because breweries depend on your state laws so usually you have a brewer or whatever kind of beer there is like bud light or something then you have a wholesaler and then you have a realtor like a realtor oh my god a a distributor no it's like a supermarket like where you like a realtor i can't say it retail 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 okay It sounded like you were saying realtor at first. I know, I was. A retail store. Yes, gotcha. A retail you store. got it. You found it. <laughs> and so that is like the chain of command, right? For a lot of states. Right. But then there's states that do allow you to produce and sell directly to consumers. And that's kind of where breweries come in. Oh. So New York is obviously one of those. Got it. And Rockaway Brewery, which is in Hunter Point, was actually the before single cut. And that was obviously in Long Island City. Huntersport, like where we just did uh, Gantry Plaza. Yeah. Park. Okay, right there, yeah. But that is co- technically considered a microbrewery. And hmm. that, a microbrewery, it produces fewer than 15,000 barrels of beer annually. And 75% of that beer needs to be served off-site. So that's what is considered a microbrewery. Okay. Single Cut was the first brewery in Queens since the Prohibition era, as we said. Um, and that produces 15,000 to 6 million barrels a year. Oh. It needs to be considered for it to, to be a full-blown brewery. So that's the Queens location? Or all Queens of their location. locations combined? Uh, so they have like three... Um, no, I think it would be like their one site. Their, wherever they have the brewery. Wherever they like produce... The actual beer, which I think all three locations. Yeah, do. they do. So it's the combined. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I saw that just the Queens well, one no, makes eleven thousand barrels. Just the Queens location. Does? Yeah, that's what I got. Hmm. Huh. Eleven thousand a year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're. Wait, what was the number you said? Fifteen thousand. Oh, okay. Maybe they upped it. Maybe I have some old info. Yeah. Maybe they leveled up. But, but anywho, either way, <laughs> anywho, they're considered a brewery, not a microbrewery. Gotcha. And they also have a tap room. Uh, and a tap room is where you sell products directly to consumers. So right. that's like their bar area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that that's my deep dive into breweries okay. and the difference of them. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, let's get into a little more details about Single Cut. As mm-hmm. we already said, it's it was founded in uh, 2012 by Rich Busetta. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry, I'm not the best with last names. Um, It's located in 1933 27th Street, so kind of like the Astoria Heights version uh, area of like North Cut, and it's very industrial over there. So like you have Con Ed, you have like the factories. Yeah. Um, And what's that shopping center like? What's there? I don't know what Astoria Pizza. What's that? Astoria Pizza Factory. Right. Good pizza. What's that? uh, Yeah, the supermarket. supermarket. Well, it's Lido now, but it used to be like the best supermarket in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's all there, just but to it's give so you a crazy because like in 2012, like there's a lot more stuff over there now than there ever was. Mm. But like in 2012, there really was nothing over there. No, like I wonder if they were just a brewery, like they didn't have the tap house back then. Yeah, do you know no, what I mean? I think they did. Yeah, maybe. Who would go though? Because I Con went Ad there. Workers? <laughs> <laughs> After a long shift, 
Because I went there in like, I think either 2014 or 2015 was the first time I ever went there. So like pretty recent after they opened and they had like a Toys for Tot drive and my brother-in-law sang like there was like a bunch of bands that played and you would come in, drop their toys off, like... And he was playing music while he was playing. Yeah, like the whole thing was like music and like people performing. It was great. That's cool because that actually brings um, us to the point of uh, Rich Buschetta's. I hope I'm saying it right. Buschetta's. I'm just going to call you Rich, okay? Uh, Rich Rich. is like. (laughs) Our boy Rich. (laughs) Our boy Rich. His idea behind this brewery was to bring his two passions together, Mm -hmm. which was like beer and music. Um, and actually he was so passionate about getting this place open that he sold his entire vintage collection of guitars to finance the establishment of single cup. Oh wow, I didn't know that. He had all these, um, guitars and he sold them just to like get enough money to get this thing going. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's actually where single cut got its name. There's a type of, I think it's referring to electric guitars that have a single cut, which means like it cuts up. On the bottom only. Like, you know if you look at the shape of a guitar? Yeah, I'm thinking of the shape of a guitar. Mm-hmm. You know how it looks like there's two cuts technically? Yeah. Most of them just have one on the bottom, which is a single cut guitar. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. A double cut guitar goes in more and it makes it look like they have like devil eye. Uh, you're going to have to look up visuals, people. Yeah. Google up the look. <laughs> Google difference between a double cut and a single cut guitar, but it was named after a single cut. Um, and that actually wraps in what you're saying. It makes 100% sense that he had musicians come and perform right. there. So he was like music obsessed, lifelong passion of beer and music. Um, he, he actually worked at a brewery for a year before he opened, which I was thought that was great. Get a little experience, find out what you want to do and not do. Yeah. And actually he did um, years of brewing at home, just like on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so um, he was really passionate about, quote, creating hop-driven beer, distinguished by the respect and admiration for West Coast pioneers and bending to the East Coast New York City interpretation. So do you know what um, West, like what he means by like the West Coast pioneers? I think because like IPA stands for Indian Pale Ale, so is it like that? Yeah, but so once I saw that, I was like, what, what does he mean by like West Coast like or California? Like, right, West Coast or hop, hop-driven hop beer. It kept saying, like, that kept popping up. And I think it goes into a little bit of, like, what craft beer is versus just, like, regular beer. Yeah. So basically, what happened... I mean, do you know the story about IPAs? No. All right. It's going to get a little historical. I'm going to try and be quick. Okay. Okay, but I'm trying to get information out. So IPAs originated in England. and the, And rumor has it is that they would make batches specifically for India. And they would label them pale ale for India. And what they would do is they'd put extra hop in those beers because it was a longer journey. And so it would... They wanted them to, like, stay fresher? Yeah. Okay. So, like, they put more hop so that they would, like, preserve the taste of it. But then what would happen is people would get a hold of the IPAs before they got to India and try them anyways. And they, like, loved them? Right. Like, some people hate them or like them. Like, I don't yeah, like that's IPAs. that's actually true. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't like IPAs. And like, I like IPAs. Exactly. So it's like... But what happened is that, like, in the early 18... No, sorry. In the late 1800s, um, American breweries started making IPAs. 
So they were like, the first American IPA was actually made in Newark, New Jersey, right? Mm -hmm. But then after the Prohibition and like around the 19... After the Prohibition, they kind of ended. Like no one... Everyone stopped making American IPAs. They were like, we're just going to make moonshine. Yeah. Gotta get them... Gotta get it right. Gotta get it tight. Do it. Exactly. We gotta get it together, (laughs) right? And so they were like, people don't even like this anyways. No one likes the hoppy. It tastes bad. So like it went. But then in the 1970s... There was a reemergence of like the hop vibe, and it happened on the West Coast. Okay, so they gotcha. started adding the hops, and then also like if you start thinking about all these other creative choices people make with beers, like that's when the whole the craft beer thing happened. And so what this guy Rich did with Single Cut is he was like, I want to take that energy of what's happening in the West Coast, but I want to bring it to the East Coast and do it like our way. Interesting. And so yeah, you know, there's some like the same way. There's like cons- like. I don't know. People just get really into this stuff. And you could see the passion. He sold all his guitars to do this. Yeah. We were Um, talking about this before we started recording. But I was, when I was like doing research, I was like, it all came like flooding back to me so nostalgically of when we got out of college and craft beers were everything. Like everyone was like, all of like the people you want to date were like brewing beer (laughs) in their like their apartments and they were just slush and you were just like i don't think this is like how it's supposed to go but you had to like sound interested because you like the guy right, you know right, so you're right. like oh my god it's so cool that like you brew your own beer at home <laughs> you're like so dreamy and like are you like your own like start upper and stuff and then like for all the people in astoria sweet afton has been around for a long time it's a bar off of 30th avenue and it was like the coolest new bar. It was like a very Williamsburgy bar in Astoria that everyone wanted to go to. And they didn't sell Bud Light or anything. So like they only served craft beer. Right, right, right. Like, and you went and you're it. like, Bud Light, please. And they're like, we don't serve Bud Light here. <laughs> like it was like a very hipster time to be alive when you're a normal person. You're yeah, like, yeah. I'm very frustrated right now. It's just funny because like we went into college like doing like smeared off ice challenges. And then we left college with like, nah, you got to drink classy, y'all. You yeah, gotta- <laughs> like everyone got so snobby when we left college. And it was like, all right, like I don't know where to find the happy medium here. No, no. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But, um, all right. Well, then, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I jumped out of the single cut uh, universe. For nah, a that's good. You got to jump around. Yeah. You got to give people a break. It's a lot to take, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just one last thing their mission statement. It's intense. Are you ready to okay. get inspired? Yeah, of course. Okay, ready? Always. So, their mission statement is mastery knows no shortcut. Mastery knows no shortcut. Yeah. And then he elaborates. It boils down to always demanding greatness, never compromising, and always playing at maximum volume. You know what? The way you said it was exactly how he wants people to say it, I think. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, craft beer in general is just... The, what makes it different is that there's so much emphasis on creativity, right? And right. and really working towards the flavors that you want and how you create it. And being creative well. about yeah. creating. Yeah. So like even to get into that a little bit more and to go back into single cut. So, you know, 2012 is when the location in Queens opened, but then they jumped off. They got super successful um, and started expanding in 2017. And then by 2018, um, single Cut bought a 30,000 barrel facility in Clifton Park, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have another facility as well. Which isn't, they, I think they just opened it in like 2021, right? Or 20, the one that's in like central New York. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You should go there. It's like a barn, apparently. Right? Yeah, like there's barn. another one in... There should be only three. Yeah, there's three. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying to get the exact name. But, like, I'd love to go and make a visit there. It'd be cool. Yeah, we should. Um, but an interesting thing about the Clifton Park facility, it was formerly owned by the Schmaltz Brewing Company, um, and Single Cup bought it from them from for an undisclosed amount. But just to get a little bit into craft beers and how, like, different how different brewing companies approach craft beer making. Um, Schmaltz Brewing Company was established in 1996 by a man named Jeremy Cohen. Um, and his whole brewing company started um, at, with a Hanukkah experiment when Cohen and his friends squeezed pomegranate juice to brew with their with their. Um, Beer. Whatever they're yeah, like they huh? just infuse right. like pomegranate juice. So mm-hmm. like that's the idea of like let's throw a flavor in here, let's yeah. try it a different way. Um, but yeah, they're no longer functioning because Single Cut took them <laughs> over, I guess. <laughs> well, if you ever go uh, to Single Cut, they have a lot of their craft beers in cans, and all the cans are super creative. This is also another thing that came about like in the um, 2010s was craft beers were also really working with artists to create cans and that also is like really great yeah and it sort of like just emphasizes the creativity like who's more creative than an artist you know and to kind of take that and to take the idea of music and how like musicians get really creative with visuals or with their album covers Mm -hmm. like it's kind of the same thing creativity all around and one of their beers 18 white is like uh, one of their oldest ones, IPAs, I think. Yeah. And it was at Fridays when I worked at Fridays. It was on the draft. And I was like, so, I thought it was so cool that like an Astoria beer was at Fridays. I don't know. That's but, exciting. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. you get to choose like what beers, you know, you have on tap yeah. anywhere in your, whatever restaurant. So I thought that was really cool. Well, like single cuts all over now. What, yeah. what is that your favorite single cut beer? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, we had some, the we recently just went there yeah. um, and I got like a flight of beer and I am not a, a beer connoisseur. I'm, I I think I'm just like really hard for me to emphasize like what you're tasting. tasting. Yeah. And I was like, this tastes like beer. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you if I don't like it or if I do like it, but it all of it does taste like beer to me. When I was in Maine and Portland, Maine is a huge, huge brewery place. Uh-huh. And we did like a brew bus and the bus was okay. green and it took you to like all the breweries. It was really, really cool. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I love breweries. When I went to Boston, Harpoon Brewery, have you ever heard of Harpoon? Yes. They have like this beautiful brewery. And when I was there, there was like a wedding and I was like, I want to get married in a brewery. Like a nice one, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. where I'm getting married not in like the, the tanks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. I would do like a, a brew tour of yeah. some type. But um, I mean, the only thing I thought of is, so one time I was at Rivercrest and we did, I don't know if it was like um, a trivia night or if it was like their um, bingo like music thing. But they were giving out raffle prizes, and there was like two beer smith from beer smiths from Single Cut, and they mm-hmm. were giving out raffle prizes. So like, if you won, if your number got said, you could get like a free six, four pack of of uh, Single Anybody, Cut yeah. beer. And I never win anything. Like I'm one of those people who like literally never wins raffle nothing. And I won, and we got their um, their Queens Boulevard. Okay. Uh, their Queens Boulevard type really too hoppy like way too ipa for me i'm more of a kim girl 
You know their Kim, their sour beer? No. They're really good. It has a cute little bubblegum looking like mm-hmm. cover. I like right. it. That's my vibe. That's I'm your Kim. Vibe. I'm Kim vibe. You are Kim. All right. Yeah. Well, the just to kind of wrap up, Single Cut is awesome. It has so many activities. They have a whole event page, like a calendar of events, a lot of live music. And we went there on a Friday at like five o'clock for happy hour. It wasn't happy hour, but it was it, like, it, in it, our it hearts. It was a happy was. hour to be there. <laughs> yes. Um, and they we were just sitting on like their like lawn chairs outside. Those Adirondack it chairs. It was a vibe. It's a really great vibe there. They have food trucks sometimes on the weekends that yeah. they hire. They have a story board pizza games. factory across. Yeah. yeah. Board games, pinball machines, and even honestly, the I don't even want to call him a bartender. I would a call him a beer smith. Yeah. Okay. It, their beersmiths are so passionate about what they do and diana actually was able to get a voice memo from one of them so let's hear it now yeah let's hear from from mike uh single cut beersmiths we are the premier brewery here in queens we're kind of tucked in into like the northern part where not a lot of people are, are out here it's a lot of industrial stuff but um we get a lot of foot traffic a lot of local neighbors great beers everything is brewed here on premise we have non-alcoholic options. We do live music. We do events like bonsai tree classes and mixtape bingo and pinball tournaments. Yeah, we have pin, six pinball machines. and Yeah, it's just a good time, you know. It's local neighbors having fun, drinking beers, and it's a real social house, you know. Come, come here, talk to your neighbors, play some board games, and drink some beers. I think Mike said it best. He said it best. I mean, why did we even do this podcast? Yeah, we, we should have just, just played him the whole time. <laughs> we should just played the voice memo, and it'd be like thirty seconds long. We're like, that's, and it. that's it. That's it. That's it. We got everybody. <laughs> I'm still looking for those pinball machines, though. Yeah. All right, we'll go there and we'll play some. Yeah, we'll do that. Are you any good at pinball? Uh, I don't know. Is anybody good at pinball? Don't you just like press the button and then hope for the best? I don't know. I remember when I was a kid, I had like an app, like a. Uh, it wasn't an app. We didn't call them app then, but like a program on my computer. Yeah, and I played play, on my computer. Yeah. Like I would press like the space bar or enter. Uh-huh. I don't know what. I, I don't know if I'm actually. Pinball machine, so. Exactly. So I don't even think I've ever played with an actual pinball machine. Yeah. Or maybe I have. But not. You definitely have. Yeah. I'm probably um, not too good. Okay. <laughs> but we'll try. But yeah. Well, we love, you know, we how much we love neighborhoods and neighborhood pride. So this is definitely um, a queen's a queen's prideful brewery and totally. they love doing things with the community totally and totally on trend with summer like summer in queens yeah there's there's so much to do y'all so come out support local breweries um and, and single cut thing. yeah that's it all right <laughs> all right we're, well, cutting. we're cutting out of here we're cutting out of here <laughs> now single and single cut know. out okay bye <laughs> bye <laughs>